0: hello and welcome back to the three pixels podcast i'm ben and this is another tech episode for your ears we're talking about apple and itunes fresh out of the wwdc conference now if you've been reading the headlines you're probably wondering what the heck is happening to itunes am i going to lose it am i going to lose all my backups i'm going to lose all my music hold fire everything's going to be totally fine don't worry about it so if you have no intention to listen to the rest of the episode please leave away now knowing that everything's going to be okay But if you'd like to listen to more, then I'd love to have you along for the journey after the intro, which is coming now. You're tuned in to the Three Pixels Podcast. This episode is produced by Ben Ridley. So yes, welcome back to another tech episode. Thank you so much for listening. It's a pleasure to give you the news here on Apple and iTunes. Now, Let's dive in a little bit deeper, starting with a Nostalgia Train. It's been a hell of a long run for iTunes, the jukebox software that revolutionised the music industry after its launch back in 2001. But now, in the year 2019, it's finally been put out of its misery. And ours. So this news originated from WWDC. Apple's worldwide developer conference that they do every year, announcing new software updates and sometimes product launches. While talking about the latest update to macOS 10.15 Catalina, the primary functions of iTunes will be spun into three separate apps. One for music, one for TV, and one for podcasts. This brings an end to the program's two decades of dominance within the Apple software and hardware ecosystem, syncing your devices will now be handled in the Finder application, which can backup, update or restore your devices directly from the sidebar. Personally, I honestly think few will mourn the passing of the bloated mess that iTunes had become, but it was precisely this catch-all approach that made the software so compelling in the first place iTunes was the interfaced Apple's digital hub strategy, which Steve Jobs unveiled back in 2001. It envisioned the Mac as the hub that sat at the center of everyone's digital lives, linking together digital cameras, music players and handheld organizers. This became the driving philosophy behind iTunes, a piece of software that could contain all your entertainment. iTunes got video support back in 2005, podcasts in later 2005 and books in January 2010. Alongside its support for managing iPod music players, iTunes also became Apple's companion software for iPhone. Up until iOS 5, you had to use iTunes to activate your phone and it could also be used to install and manage apps. As technology moves on, this approach morphed iTunes from a sleek jukebox and the iPod companion into an overladen piece of software that cried out to be updated seemingly every time you tried to open it. Apple even admitted as much on stage during its WWDC keynote, joking that it considered adding calendar, web browsing, and email functionality to an application before it decided to replace it entirely. Now, I know what you're saying. Enough about the history. You know, it's all right getting all nostalgic about iTunes. And I could get nostalgic for a long time, so you probably want to hold me back on this one. What does this mean for you guys listening right now who are worried that you're going to lose all your iTunes content? It's all gonna be okay, trust me. In terms of content, the easiest way to follow the changes is to think of four different types of content that were available to purchase from iTunes. Whether it's music, movies, TV shows, podcasts, audiobooks, they each will be moved into a separate app. So you'll have Apple Music, Apple TV, podcasts, and Apple Books. Everything you've purchased, rented, or imported into iTunes will be available in these apps. Furthermore, your iTunes gift cards and credits won't disappear either. You'll still be able to use them within the new apps as well as the App Store. And you'll be able to buy music on the Mac, iOS, PC, Apple TV through the iTunes Store. Nothing changes there. For other types of content, you'll have to use the individual apps. You'll buy movies and TV shows through Apple TV and books through Apple Books. Finally, and I know this is the important one, what happens in terms of syncing your device? Cause I know some people who still sync their device on a computer. Well, restoring and backing up your mobile devices, whether that's iPhone, iPad or iPod, for you guys that still have that out there, that will all move to Finder, the file management app that is available on every Mac. So yeah, okay, it's all happy, all rainbows if you have a Mac. Does that mean that PC users are gonna be struck out of the Apple ecosystem? Well, of course not. On the Windows side of things, iTunes users will see absolutely no change in their experience. The company has told in a statement to PC Mag. So don't worry, Cupertino won't push you to download new apps, or at least not in the near future anyway, no promises. It's presumed that Apple will one day add all of the new apps to Windows in the same way, so you'll have all your different apps that we were talking about earlier, as it is given that not every iPhone owner, iPads owner or iPod owner has a Mac. Microsoft currently lists the Windows version of iTunes as the most popular app on its digital store, putting it ahead of Netflix and Spotify. So although the full demise of iTunes may be imminent, Apple still wants the platform to stick around as a digital store for people who like to own their music. They recognize that not everyone enjoys streaming and some people just wanna have an enormous catalog of music that they physically own. And that's fine and Apple completely supports that. So I hope that's helped fill in the news for you because i know that there are so many articles talking about this i think this is one of the most talked about things in the news since wwdc and that is saying something considering all the things that apple have talked about in wwdc in case you're interested i'm just going to talk very quickly through a few of these things They've announced a new update to the Mac Pro for professional users. They've announced a new iPad OS just for the iPad that distinguishes it from iPhones and other iOS devices. They've announced the new update to iOS. They've announced a bunch of new features and security updates, including the new update to macOS. It was a very, very busy show, and it would take a very long podcast to talk about all those things. I think they're definitely making the right moves forward in terms of all their platforms. I think a lot of things they've done have been reactionary, to what the audience has been asking from them what their customers have been asking from them but they took everyone by surprise with the amount of things announced and the way that they did those announcements and the details of those announcements so if you want to read more about that I will definitely add a link to the show notes because I said there's so much to go through that it would literally end up being me reading an article through to give you all the information but my shorthand of the WWDC conference this year was that it was surprising it was very surprising. And if you're an Apple owner of any device or you're, you know, fully integrated into the Apple ecosystem, then it's going to be a great next 12 months for you. If you're not, there, then you're not really missing anything anyway, because you know this stuff is all still available on other platforms as well. And that's just fantastic that's been it for me thank you very much for listening if you've enjoyed it don't forget to hit that subscribe button to never miss an episode if you want to support our show then you're welcome to buy us a coffee we do accept those in the show notes as well we'd very much love for that but if not just leave us a little message on twitter we'd love to hear from you and with that thank you for listening i'll see you on the next one You've been listening to the Three Pixels podcast with Alan Taylor, Martin Gregory, and me, Ben Ridley. Music provided by Epidemic Sound. With that, thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Good night.